0: Welcome to the Jack Mountain Bushcraft podcast, episode 81. Welcome to the Jack Mountain Bushcraft podcast with your host, Jack Mountain Bushcraft School founder and master main guide, Tim Smith. I'm your host, Tim Smith. I'm a registered master Maine guide and have been a full-time outdoor instructor and guide since founding the Jack Mountain Bushcraft School in 1999. We help people become more skilled, more knowledgeable, more experienced, and more confident in the natural world through our bushcraft and guide training semester programs and multi-week canoe and snowshoe expeditions. You can check out the show notes to all of our podcasts at blog.jackmtn.com. If you're interested in learning more about our college-accredited and GI Bill-approved programs, visit the Jack Mountain Bushcraft School on the web at jackmtn.com. And check out our online network and digital learning academy at bushcraftschool.com. Hello and welcome back to the Jack Mountain Bushcraft podcast. For episode 81, I want to tell you out there in podcast land a story and this is a true story that took place at the field school over a number of years and the title of the story is the iron spoon now we have a lot of people who come to the field school we have a lot of young men and when you put a lot of young men together oftentimes they'll turn things into a competition You know who can eat the most chicken wings that was an ongoing competition for a while but but the iron spoon has more to do with ice cream than anything else now there's a little restaurant in downtown Ashland Maine called the quick stop 2 and there is no quick stop 1 but that's a story for another time now the quick stop 2 has very large servings of ice cream for sale So large, in fact, that I think I'd been up there for a couple of years before I ever saw anybody eat a large ice cream. And a good friend of mine, one Whiskey Jack, a.k.a. the Tomahawk, was in line at the quick stop too, and heard someone in our party say, don't order a large, no one could ever finish it. To which I heard him reply, I could eat a large, hell, I could eat two larges. And so the story goes that that day whiskey jack ate two large ice creams from the quick stop too and his record hung around in camp for over a year and then the following year i believe it was 2012 um, we had a man on the semester course from denmark named Lasse, and Lasse was a, just a giant of a man, and Denmark is known throughout the world from eating more dairy products than any other country in the world. And Lessa came to me one day, Whiskey Jack was not in camp that season, and Lessa came to me one day and he said, Hey Tim, do you have your video camera? And I said, Sure Lessa. He says, Record me, I'm going to send a message to Whiskey Jack. And I said, Sure. I didn't really know what was going on, but I said, Okay, turn on the video camera, and Lessa looked right at the camera and he said, Whiskey Jack, I will crush your ice cream eating record today. Like I would crush you if you were here. And I thought, damn, that's a you know that's a lot of talk. But we went down there to that quick stop too, and I'll be damned if Lessa didn't eat three large ice creams. Now when he had finished about two and a half of them, he started to violently shake and shiver um and we warmed him up i think we put him inside of a down sleeping bag to warm him up and he ate the last of the third and he even started on a fourth but he threw in the towel then and this is where the story gets a little bit emotional for me so lesa at the end of the course took our trophy our revered trophy the iron spoon and he took that back to denmark with him and a great sadness went out across the land You know, kids didn't play outside anymore. People were just mopey. You know, we had lost our way as a nation. We had lost our mojo. What we needed, what we needed was a champion. Somebody to bring that iron spoon back to our fair shores. And a call went out across this great nation of ours. From San Diego to Miami, Florida, to Seattle, to to Alaska, the call went out that we needed a hero. We needed a champion. I get a little choked up every time I tell this. And the next year, from up there, in America's dairy land, a man answered that call. And he got in his banged up old Chevy pickup with his geriatric dog, and he drove from Wisconsin to northern Maine. And that man's name was Paul Sveam. And I remember seeing him that day when he said, we're going to bring that iron spoon back to these fair shores. And I remember seeing him and he was like a thoroughbred racehorse. Nothing could distract him. He was so focused on the goal. And I remember riding from the field school into the quick stop two with him, with him, listening to the Rocky three theme song. I, the tiger over and over again. And I remember when he started eating that day. You know, children were poking their heads out of doors. They wanted to see something that was going on. The birds were singing and the sun was shining. And I remember that he ate two large ice creams and he was doing great. And then I remember he ate a third large ice cream. And then he lay down in the parking lot for 15 minutes. And we thought that he might have died, but he didn't die. And that son of a bitch got up and ate a fourth large ice cream. Ice cream. (laughs) And the birds came out and were singing. Children were playing. An impromptu street hockey game started up the road. And we had it back. We had our trophy back. The Iron Spoon once again lived in America. And it was a great moment to be an American. And it was a great moment to be at the Quick Stop, too. And it was a great moment an hour after he finished his fourth ice cream when Paul came out of the woods and told us that he hadn't thrown up. The next summer, we had another true patriot, true American hero named Big Fish, because he was a big fish in a small pond. And Big Fish also ate four large ice creams at the quick stop too. And then Big Fish was living in a shelter in the woods at the time. Retreated to his shelter and nobody saw him for four days. And I remember on day three of his self-imposed exile, I saw him walking to the outhouse at the field school. And I said, Big Fish, how do you feel? And he said, not good, dog, not good. But Big Fish also ate four ice creams. The following year... I believe it was 2015 in the spring we had a young man on the semester course named Thomas Letchworth now Letchworth was right straight out of the US Army a true patriot a model American and he had heard the story of the iron spoon and he wanted to knock it out of the park And put it further out of reach so that never again would our Iron Spoon leave these fair shores. And the thing about Letchworth that you need to know is that he was allergic to dairy products. True story. But he wanted to put that, he wanted to raise the bar so high that no one could take it from us. And Letchworth did something new that the previous Iron Spoon holders, champions, patriots hadn't done. Letchworth stayed up half the night with a piece of rebar, a campfire, and two rocks. And he created the rebar ice cream paddle. Super low-tech. Now, the next day, Letchworth went into the quick stop, too. And he ate four large ice creams, but he wasn't done. Oh, no. He got a fifth large ice cream, and I watched him eat half of it. And then... I watched him drop to his hands and knees and sneeze and cough uncontrollably for about four minutes and we thought he was going to die. But he didn't die. That son of a bitch got up, threw his shoulders back and he finished that fifth large ice cream. And then, in his ice cream-fueled stupor of sugar and dairy, he wandered into the woods and he took... The rebar ice cream paddle, and he drove it into a stone. And now the legends say that only the chosen one can remove it from the stone. And that someday, if we need a hero, that hero will enter those woods along the Aristic River in Massardis, Maine, retrieve the paddle from the stone. And bring the iron spoon back to our fair shores once again. Now, I've looked for that paddle in the stone, but I've never found it. But then again, I'm not the chosen one. The following year, 2017, we had a young man on the spring course named Rafe Bowman. Also directly out of the United States Army. Now, Rafe Bowman was about 8 feet tall and 600 pounds. And there's nothing this guy couldn't do. And Rafe Bowman decided that he was going to put it even further away. Raise that bar up to where only the Greek gods on Mount Olympus could have a hope of eating that much ice cream. And to mix things up, Rafe Bowman carved a wooden spoon that he took down to the quick stop too. Now later, this is a little bit of an aside, later we had that spoon analyzed by NASA engineers and they said that it, it shouldn't exist. You know, that sort of technology where it has such high torque, but such low drag shouldn't exist. And it shouldn't be able to be wielded by an average human. It would simply blow out a wrist, blow out an elbow, but it didn't stop Rafe Bowman. Hell no. Rafe set the bar so high that he ate four large ice creams in an hour. Now, previous contestants had taken hours to complete the Iron Spoon Challenge. Rafe, hour one, four large ice creams. And then Rafe had a cup of hot black coffee. And before the second hour was up, Rafe Bowman ate two more ice creams to bring the total to six large ice creams From the Quick Stop 2. Now, that record has never been equaled. It's certainly never been bested. You know, medical scientists, theorists, doctors, they think trying to eat more ice cream in two hours is a suicide mission. They say it can't be done. Not by a human, anyway. But that there is the story of the Iron Spoon. And if you ever come to the field school, we have the actual spoons that all those champions, all those patriots used in the Hall of Honor, in the cookshed, up in the rafters, just like those gods who walk among us are up there on top of Mount Olympus, smiling down. And that, my friends, is the story of the Iron Spoon. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Catch you later. You have been listening to the Jack Mountain Bushcraft Podcast. For more information on our professional wilderness guide training programs that are college accredited and GI Bill approved, visit us on the web at jacktn.com.